1-800-747-3733. Now return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Calter Show. Seven oh nine on the Mike Count Show. It's one oh two five the bone. If you need windows and doors for your home, why would you go anywhere else but weather tight windows? Weather tight Mike, you've seen him on TV for years. He's there telling you uh, that he'll help you out in the Tampa Bay area if you're looking for windows or doors, you don't want to go to a company that does not specialize in That's what they do. They, they're the number one replacement window and door company in all of Tampa Bay. And right now, you can order your windows with no money down, no interest, and then you don't have to pay until the day of installation. And when you order to help you save money, they're offering a $100 rebate for every window you buy and a $200 rebate for every door panel you buy, and they provide a lifetime warranty. This only happens at WeatherTight Windows. WeatherTight offers energy-efficient, non-impact, impact-resistant windows. All you need to do is go to their website, weathertightwindows.com. That's weathertightwindows.com. Give uh, WeatherTight Mike a call. Let them know you heard about it on this show, and then prepare to bring the man some cookies. It's WeatherTight Windows, WeatherTightWindows.com. Listen, I don't want to try and tell people how to do their business, but I, this seems like synergy to me. You make windows that when the sun hits them, it smells like baking cookies. Oh, oh yeah. 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 What, there you there, go. There's no yeah. better there smell than that. There you uh, go. Enjoy uh, it. Trademark. Galvin, before we get the news, uh, <laughs> yeah. Jake, Jake is online now and he wants to talk to Spanish. Spanish, Jake's online. Oh, very rarely do I do that. Do I go to a random phone call and I saw that Jake wanted to talk to Spanish? So oh, I'm like, boy. all right, let's see what that's about. Hang on a little bit. Hold on know. a second, Jake. What's up? Yeah, yeah. You got to give it. You want to talk to Spanish? He's not. He's not just sitting here waiting for your phone call. Right. You got to. You got to get things moving. Me on the toilet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> things are happening. <laughs> Lord knows he's on the toilet for sure. <laughs> all right. Uh, it is time to check in with Galvin. He has today's news. With Galvin on the Mike Calter Show. What do we have in news today, Galvin? Today's news is brought to you by Pelt Shoes. Ooh, it's your last day to get in. Pelt Shoes Brooks Shoe Giveaway. That's what they're doing. Peltshoes.com. They're giving away two pairs of Brooks every single week in January. And since today is the last day, make sure you get in there. Peltshoes.com. You win yourself a pair of Brooks shoes, which would be nice to kick off the new year with. Literally kick them off. Kick, kick them, them off. Right off. Kick yeah. them off. Kick them off your feet. Just flip them around. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure whenever you stop into a Pelt Shoes, you whisper my name, Galvin. Galvin. You're going to get 10% off your entire purchase. That's not just one pair of shoes. That's everything you bring up to the counter. You're getting 10% off there. Uh, Pelts, of course, has six locations throughout the Pinellas, uh, Hillsboro, Sarasota, Fort Myers area. And if you can hear my voice, you're probably near a Pelt Shoes right now. Pelt Shoes, a perfect fit. Perfect fit. Perfect fit. Perfect fit. Perfect. Yes. Did you want to talk fire stuff now, or did you want to go straight? <laughs> sure, into sure. I, I mean, I'm sure people are at the edge of their seats can't figure out what happened. I was concerned. I, I bet I you were. That. On uh, Saturday, I returned from Boynton Beach. <laughs> <laughs> I was so happy to be home. I missed my daughter and my wife, and uh, my son came home and went out to the gym. Mm-hmm. I was in my bedroom with my wife. She was laying on the bed watching TV. I was sitting in a chair we have in our room reading. And my daughter was in her bedroom playing on her computer. 
and she came in the room and she goes, what is that noise? And we're like, what noise? And she goes, the alarm, the alarm's going off. Now I made it so when my house alarm goes off, it you know it's going off. The neighbors know it's going off. There we have like the equivalent of a commercial siren in this house. Awesome. Anyway, so I go, well the alarm's not going off, and my wife goes, is it the smoke alarm? So I jump up and I go inside, and I hear the smoke alarms going off, and uh, sometimes they'll go off when the battery is low, and I thought maybe that's sheared. And then I went in the kitchen, and the kitchen and the living room filled with smoke <gasps> now not like i couldn't see through it but it definitely was i would use the word billowing that's Ooh. only it only works with smoke <laughs> so it billowed into my uh so i immediately did probably what you're not supposed to do is i opened the doors so that the smoke could oh, go out backdraft you're letting you're letting <laughs> yeah. the oxygen in yep. well i didn't know what kind of smoke it was and i didn't want to choke so i opened the door and and let the smoke dissipate and then the alarms kind of went off so then i waited and i'm like well is that it? And where was it coming from? And I don't know. So now I'm looking around. I run upstairs. Upstairs is fine. And then I come downstairs. I go in the in the studio. Studio is fine. I go in the gym. Gym is fine. I'm looking everywhere in the house. Everything is fine. And then I go, Amanda. I go, go in Joey's goddamn room and see if he has a candle on. If he oh. left the car, I was like, you son of a bitch. I thought for sure he was getting kicked out of the house. <laughs> what? And she goes, no, he's, his room's fine. So we can't figure out what it is. Well, I'll, I'll tell you that I did not call you because you said everything was okay. Yeah. And I was waiting to hear on Monday. But I will tell you that while we were at your house on Friday for the house party, uh, I did say to Carmen, all experts agree, you should put a candle as close to 80 proof alcohol as you can. Because <laughs> you literally had yeah. a candle yeah. butted up against the alcohol, and I go, oh, Barkhart. Yeah. Oh, Barkhart. I'll tell you, that candle was one of the things I was worried about because I light that candle, and I have, usually it's on my desk, and I have lit the candle, left, and then came back <gasps> later in the day, and it was still on, mm. and I went, oh. Mm. So, I thought you probably fell asleep with the candle. <clears throat> well, well, also could be good. So um, the smoke is still there, and I can't figure out where it's coming from. So now I'm like, oh, I have to call the fire department because what if there's a fire in the attic or somewhere? And I go, I don't know what to do. And then I go, I don't call 911, right? It's not an emergency. And she's like, I don't know. <clears throat> kind of is an emergency. And I go, oh, man. So I called 911, and I tried to be all informative with them. I'm like, hi, we don't have an emergency. But... And they're like, no, we need to send a fire truck out there. And I was like, all right. So, uh, the <laughs> did you ask him about the sirens? Do they have to put the yeah, sirens on? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I immediately text my neighbor and I let her know. I said, "Hey, just so you know, we have some smoke here. Everything seems to be all right." Because I don't want to freak them out. It right. Was, it was like eleven o'clock at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then uh, one truck came in, and I was like, "That's good." One truck, and they were like, "Get the kids, get the dogs, get everything, and go outside." And I'm like, "It's." 40 degrees outside. Mm. <laughs> so we were all kind of hovering around the front door. The fire know. is actually kind of nice. Yeah, right? My daughter's like, I'm so cold. <laughs> so um, the firemen come, and they come in, and I explain what's going on. And they come in, and they don't see anything. So they're like, and, you know, th I kind of have an idea of what it is anyway. And uh, he's like, did you turn the heat on? I go, yes. But the heat's been on for like a week. It's just not on very high. So I turned it up today. And they're like, all right, we need to see the air handler. So I brought them in here, and they open up the door there, and they they take the air handler door off. They really know what they're doing, the firemen. They were pretty well trained. <laughs> uh, and then they and so um, so thorough, they were like, what about the other air handler? And I go, no, that was no problem. They're like, nope, we want to check it anyway. And I go, okay. So um, 
they were really good. They came in here, they checked everything. They they then they were like, "What about the attic?" And I go, "Oh, the attic access is upstairs." They brought ladders upstairs. They oh, went the man. attic. Yeah, I kept telling them, "I'm sorry, I didn't." I'm sorry. They're like, "No, you did the right thing." And I go, "No, I think I feel like I've wasted everybody. I feel like if they there were like 19 guys here and there was no fire, I feel like I I feel like I wasted their time." But they were like, dude, we do this all the time. We do this every... Then the best is I brought them upstairs, and I was about to open the closet. I go, this closet's pretty messy. And the guy goes, please, you wouldn't understand the things that we've seen in people's closets. I said, yeah, I'd imagine so. So um, thank you to the Hillsborough County uh, Fire Department, um, who uh, came here and made sure everything was safe for my family. And thank you to Super Heat and Air for providing thirty nine ninety nine maintenance tune-ups <laughs> that... Even everybody, even Mr. Olin from Olin Plumbing was like, you didn't even take your own advice. And he goes, you're constantly telling people to check their heat before you use it. And I go, I know, I know. So I think that is what it was. I think that maybe uh, we haven't used the heat that much. And it was, they say sometimes the coils get dusty mm-hmm. and you turn it on. Burns it off. Yeah. And uh, and smoke came in the house and, you know, that was it. Um you know, hopefully, hopefully that's it. Uh, but they are coming out today to uh, superheat and air just to double check everything and make sure it's... Uh, uh, you know, safe. Nice right tight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My, my only concern, I thought that the studio here was destroyed. You did. And I thought we'd have to go back. To yeah. The <laughs> no, thankfully, this is this is good. Then, how about this for, for irony, okay? So that we've never had a problem with the fire department or anything like that before, and that happens. Then Saturday, my wife is cooking breakfast on the stove. She's making eggs. And I am about to walk into the kitchen and the minute I walk in, there is a noise like a firecracker. It goes snap really loud. She screams, jumps. I jump. I walk in. I go, what? What was it? She goes, I don't know. I don't know. And I look over and the I turn the oven off really quick or the stove rather. I turn everything off. I start looking around. I don't know. So then I text the Templar guys because they know all kinds of stuff. And they were like, uh... Does it still work? I go, I don't know. I'm afraid to turn it back on. So I went and turned it back on. And it <laughs> you know when you turn it on, if you have a gas stove and you turn it on, it goes tick, 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 tick. Right. Because it's the gas is leaking and then it's sparking to get it to little go. Pilot yeah, little pilot. So, but this was like a firecracker. It actually sounded like a lo- like a small caliber, like a twenty two. Oh, uh, I was gonna say because you know eggs sometimes whenever you're cooking them they'll do that little snap noise. Oh no, but no, not no this like was that. loud, yeah. Gavin. It scared the hell out of me. Yeah, and. uh they said sometimes the gas builds up like in a pocket, and I thought maybe that's something oh, with the no. weather, but I really don't know what that was either. Yeah. I got two oh, two boy. things that never happened before oh, happening man. within the same 24 hours. It's good to be safe, though, when you're lighting up fires and stuff. I remember when we had a grill. Joe would go to light the grill, and, and whenever he would, I would go back into the house. Be like, Just in case it explodes. Oh, yeah. Thanks around. for your support. Hey, you I know. don't know if there – you know, I love videos of people getting hurt and doing dumb stuff. I don't know if there's anything I like more than people trying to pour gas on a fire, yeah. and then it yeah. just goes right back. Yeah. The gas yeah. can, and yeah. then they throw the gas can, and their mother's in the corner. Mom, get out of there! Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Throw like a flaming cocktail yeah. at them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mine, mine does that. Uh, I turn it on. You have to just give it a second, then hit the igniter, and it just always goes boop. Like it always mm-hmm. gives you a little rattle. But in my old house, it used to be really bad. Like. You'd hit the igniter, you'd hit the igniter, another one happened. Then you hit the igniter, and so much gas would come out. Just fireball would just shoot out. <laughs> Constantly singed my eyebrows. Remember that chick from ESPN got really burnt really bad. She um, uh, was lighting her gas grill, and it blew up in her face. And then you didn't see her on TV for a while. Yeah. She got 
burn her hair out of her face. A buddy of mine's dad got, uh, he was lighting his grill and it exploded in his face and he lost all of the hair on one really? side of his head. Yeah. Uh, I told you my dad was lighting the uh, our furnace. The pilot light went out, so he lit it and the gas had been on the whole time. Whoosh, right in his face. Mm. And my mom actually had to cut his eyelashes apart oh. because they were oh. singed together before she took him to the hospital. Oh, man. <laughs> to this day, remember the day that I told you my dad ran into the Bowling for Dollars host? Yeah, yeah. Like he was scared of my dad. <laughs> yeah. And nobody wants to explain to me what that was about. <laughs> uh, there was also a time when my parents were married, which wasn't very long, where we lived together in a house, and my dad was in the basement, and the fire department had to come, and nobody wants to tell me about that. Either. Oh, no. And I even asked, like, what happened? And, yeah, lawnmower. Like, you never cut <laughs> yeah. the goddamn grass. And, I, I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Secrets. Sometimes it's better not to know. See, yeah, then when, you know, if there was that service, he would pass and you would never find out about it because they would just <laughs> delete all the evidence. So it... uh, how was uh, Gasparilla? It was fun. It yeah. was fun, yeah. I definitely feel felt my age there. Oh, yeah. This is the really? First, yeah, it's the first time we were out there, and maybe it's because we weren't drinking as hardcore as everybody else was, but it was definitely one of those things where I looked around and I was like, mm, do you know what, Joe? We need to we need to we need to reassess. But that's interesting because Gasparilla seems like the thing where like you know fifty year olds go out and they're like this is our time. Or yeah. yeah, that's true. I, I think it's just because maybe we weren't uh, we weren't drunk enough you know throughout the whole thing because at the beginning you know we were at kegs and eggs. <laughs> can you hear the struggle in his voice? <laughs> And uh, that came Calvin, can you hear the struggle in his voice <laughs> as he's talking? Attacking. What, the dog? The dog is attacking Spanish? <laughs> why, he's why giving, he's talking? Give me my cape. He's got, he's got trash face and recycling his cape, and Spanish is trying to take it away from him while he's talking. Oh, hilarious. Yeah, it was good. It was good, too. I, I, um, I'm going to tell you, I never... I don't want to go to Gasparilla unless we're in a parade, unless we're being, like, because that's the way to get in and get out. I don't want to deal with the people and the weather and all that stuff. I can tell you that Joe and I did uh, a couple of different times try to hop a fence and join the uh, floats and the oh, really? law enforcement. Thank you for being so kind. They, uh, if you would have called me or sent me us. pictures from a float, I would have been. We definitely tried. We definitely yeah. tried at one point. But, yeah, uh, yeah they, they, uh, they they caught us. They definitely caught us. Well, i got to tell you, I also appreciate the commitment to the bare midriff under such cool... Oh, oh yeah. yeah, there was a yeah. lot of that. Yeah. Right. Well, guys... Yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of dudes. Yeah. dudes. And, and the pleather pant is also back in a big way. Yes, that's, mm-hmm. that was the trend those, this year, is the pleather pants. The two fashion observations I made. Yeah, I'm, yeah fashion. One of the things I figured was is that uh, even with that features at store closing, there were still plenty of pirates out Tons, there. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know if these people uh, must own Amazon. their own. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They must right. own their own costume. Yeah, yep. well, and the other thing is is you have people that are like, oh, yeah, we're Gasparilla, we're going to dress a pirate on, put a bandana on and go out there and drink and stuff. Then you have, this is it. This is my time. Wait until these people see how piratey I am. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, they've been waiting for it for months. They're yeah. like, I got everything ready. I got my boots. I got my hook. I got this. This is my Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, the, the, something I don't I wouldn't say it was funny, but something that was interesting that we saw is there was a group of, uh, two groups of dudes. I don't know if they knew each other, but one was wearing all, like, blue Revolutionary War outfits. That's and, the, uh, the Rough Riders. And the other one was wearing all red Revolutionary War oh. Oh. And at one point, they, like, saw each other and did, like, a little stand. I was like, oh, that that's kind of cool. Time to go. <laughs> yeah. I, listen, don't get me wrong. I'm the, It's a fun time, especially if you're somebody who grew up here. I'm not knocking it. I just, uh, yeah. there's a lot of things working against it for me, and 
after doing it for so many years, yeah. I'm like, I'm good now. I'll tell you what, the kegs and eggs was a good way to start the day because sure. we yeah. ate and we drank Bud Light seltzers, and then from then on we were able because I forced Joe to walk with me everywhere after that because yeah. there was no way to drive. Yeah, I Joe's very upset. That. Yeah, <laughs> poor Joe and yeah. his little senior citizen cold. I legs. was wearing heels. It's I, not why? Fair. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh my god! Well, I mean, gosh. I had on these motorcycle little... boots, but you can't oh. be walking around in those. Did yeah. you have a motorcycle? No. Therefore, you shouldn't wear the boots. I told you. That's on you. Let's get to news. What do we have in news, Galvin? Uh, so, we had football, of course. Yeah, we did. Another exciting weekend in the NFL postseason. The first game went into overtime where the Kansas City Chiefs got the ball first, but were intercepted. The Bengals won it with a field goal. Bengals won 27-24. to The Bengals have been in the Super Bowl before. Yeah. In 88 and 81. We were in high school. Losing both of those to the 49ers, who they could have played again, but that didn't happen. Uh, Like the AFC Championship, the NFC Championship game was close as well, down to the final minute. San Francisco 49ers had a chance to come from behind to win, but Jimmy Garoppolo threw a bad pass and it got deflected in the hands of the Rams. The Rams won 20-17. They will host the Super Bowl at SoFi Stadium in two weeks. Last year, of course, Tampa Bay Buccaneers became the only team to win a Super Bowl at home. Now the Rams have that chance as well. Well, uh, it was a good day for championship football. It's what you expect both of those games to be uh, down to the wire. And uh, I think everybody is – I don't know, it's weird because there's usually one veteran and one uh, new guy. and I mean, that's kind of the case here, but – People still feel bad for Stafford because all the years he spent in Detroit, so they kind of want him to be able to get a uh, Super Bowl, but yet everybody loves Joe Burrow. I don't. Screw Stafford. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> How about the uh, Bengals kicker, McPherson, man? Oh, he is a stud, right? He's unbelievable. Yeah. That was all I knew. They just had to get it close enough for him to be able to, to put it in at yeah. any time. They were fine. And 22 years old. And I guess, what, the last game he told the coach, he goes, I can't believe we're going to the championship before he kicked it. Right, as he yeah. was going on the yeah, field. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. That's, good. That's pretty good. awesome. That's good. Uh, you know, some good balls on you. If you're, you know, your confidence, you have to go out there. Yeah. Um, so uh, that will make for a, an exciting Super Bowl, and one that we don't really care about, yeah. but uh, you know the outcome of. But we'll certainly watch it and have a good time. It'll be it'll be less stressful. We could just enjoy the game and drink and eat, as opposed to you know. Will Aaron. you be Will you be fanduling that game? Of course, yeah, of course, yes. yeah. I will bet in any capacity that I can. <laughs> okay. Although um, I did receive a text last night that said uh, it was probably from the group uh, that is led by the Seminoles. That told me, don't let gambling come to Florida. And I was like, stop sending me texts. Don't make me call Billy Howard. I'll sue everybody. Um, yeah, so, but, uh, it, it, the Super Bowl, not this weekend. Next, next, next weekend. weekend. Yeah. All right. Uh, so did you see the uh, halftime show during the Bengals and the Chiefs game? Uh, I did not see it, but I heard it. Because did I you heard hear the, it? I heard the, well, I heard the broadcasters trying to broadcast, and you couldn't hear what they were saying. And they couldn't hear each other because of whatever I assumed the halftime show was. Yes, it was uh, Applebee's. Yes, I did yeah. hear that. Was that li- was that supposed to be live? Or they yes, were- they were okay. playing live, and apparently these guys were set up right by the speakers. Uh, I'll play a little bit for you and tell me if you can understand anything oh, they're yeah. saying. One of the big reasons why Bengals were able to beat the Chiefs in Week 17 was Jamar Chase. Check out these numbers. All right, so Week 17, we know. Three touchdowns, 260 yards, just two catches. Here he kicks back in. So you have to give that defense for the Chiefs. 
Preston hits at the line of scrimmage. Boomer Sison's like laughing yeah, and making yeah. a face and stuff. Is that, that, I think that's Booker McFarlane. No. Oh. No. It was. I have no idea what you just said. I can't hear a thing. That Andy Reid made a mistake. Yeah. It was Cower and Boomer and oh. those guys. It was impossible. Like we looked at each other. My brother goes, "Is this happening? Are you hearing what I'm hearing?" It I'm was like, yeah, crazy. You, you couldn't hear anything. Now. I will tell you, the first time I ever did a broadcast from Raymond James Stadium, I was inside the booth where they do the play-by-play, and we were there doing doing an hour of nothing. It was silent, and then all of a sudden they started in with the music and all that stuff, and I was like, huh, they can't, we can't do that. I, I couldn't imagine how we were going to continue, and I remember Jeff Ryan, who's the producer of the broadcast, he was like, yeah, this is what we do with her. He goes, you can do it. I was like, oh, man, I'm, you can't hear a goddamn thing. You have to look at the guy you're talking to, to to read his lips while he's talking. It's impossible. So why they thought putting them on the field would have made sense. They, they might as well had Walker Hayes on the desk doing yeah. the concert because it was so loud. It was you heard ridiculous. him more than you heard yeah. them. Yeah. It was, it was crazy. That must be very frustrating for them. Why didn't they just set him up out front or something? Yeah, like they don't have to be in the stadium no. for the shot. I don't know whether they realized what, you know, whether there was uh, bad communication, what happened, whatever. But, yeah, I mean, you could literally see the speakers right behind him just blasting at yeah. them. It was crazy. Uh, sticking with football, Tom Brady has not retired. You don't know that. Yet. Oh. ESPN, ESPN reported over the weekend that uh, he was going to hang it up. Then Tom's own company, TB12 Sports, suggested the same in a tweet, which was later deleted. The official word from Tom's agent and his own father is that he has not decided yet, or maybe he has decided, but he can't just say because it would be financially would not be financially prudent for him to do so. Uh, supposedly... Not supposedly, Spanish. Uh, Brady's contract states that he receives $15 million from a $20 million signing bonus on February 4th. But if he retires before then, he doesn't get it. So maybe mark your calendars for February 5th. We'll hear something from Tom Brady. Also, um, there there is a thing where these big announcements are usually done after the Super Bowl as to not take anything away from that. So I don't know if that weighed in with Tom at all. Definitely the $15 million probably came into play. I think that we've seen the last of Tom Brady. Really? Uh, yeah, I think he's retiring. I think he deserves it. And uh, he could have retired five years ago and deserved it. I think he's done about all he can really do here. How much How much more excited is he going to be by another Super Bowl ring. He did what he wanted to do. He went to another team. He did it without Belichick. He did it here in Tampa. He almost did it again. You know, he made it in the playoffs the second year. Imagine all the people that walked out and missed Tom Brady's yep. last yeah. touchdown <laughs> pass touchdown. in the history of his career, which yeah. was a, a beautiful dime that he drops what, to Mike Evans for 58 yards. What jerk off. I mean, just... No, you want to know what's disrespectful? Mike Evans threw it in the crowd again. So uh, now yeah, somebody, yeah, has, yeah. somebody yeah. has Tom Brady's last I, touchdown I ball. said that ball just went up in price so <laughs> much. They were like, oh, cool, I got a you know touchdown ball from uh, Evans, Brady to Evans and stuff. And then they saw that uh, Brady retired, and they're like, oh, my God, how much is that worth now? You have the I'm, last touchdown. I mean, if he does if he does retire, I can't believe I was there to see like the last touchdown you pass. You saw it, Gio. You're yeah, a it was, it was amazing. I it re- saw it. It was. It was. Just, I was there. I saw it in person. It was just something I I could never take back. It was amazing. <laughs> what a jerk. Uh, will you renew your Buccaneers tickets if Tom Brady retires? Probably. I think so. I, I mean, that I had a lot of fun this year. That team's going to be blown up. You know that. You know what I mean? Like the the Gronk's not coming back. If Brady's not coming back, Gronk's not coming back. Yeah. AB's not there anymore. Uh, Chris Godwin's going to go and get money somewhere else. 
Yeah. I don't know what happens. Sue retires. Yeah. All those guys leave. It's going to be a weird season. I don't know. I think, I think they bring uh, Godwin back. Uh, I don't think they do. I mean, okay, so, I mean, it's going to – I'm not giving up on the Bucks. I'm still a Bucks fan and all that stuff, but – I don't know. I I didn't go to enough games this year, and um, yeah. and we had Brady, we and I just don't know. The, did get <laughs> the bandwagon will empty out just as quickly uh, as it filled up. Oh yeah. Well, my thing is, is that I I experienced the heat for the first time. Yeah. Not doing that again, and um, I don't. If I go there and watching Blaine Gabbard, I don't know if that's going to be really worth it. For yeah, me, I think I don't think I don't think Blaine Gabbard would be the QB. I know. But I'm yeah. just saying, like that situation. Yeah. If you tell me Aaron Rodgers is coming, or if you tell me there's a trade going on where we're getting Danny Dimes or somebody, I don't know. If there's somebody that's that's going to be like, oh, okay, let's see what we got here. There's already uh, like pictures of Aaron Rodgers floating around the internet, hitting the <laughs> yeah. Bucks uniform oh, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Listen, rent a quarterback would be fine for us for a couple I'm of years. Right. I'm fine. Garoppolo, I don't think he's going to be at the 49ers anymore. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, I doubt yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, I don't know. I, I maybe I'm I'm not going to believe Tom Brady's retiring until he says it himself. I think yeah. he's done. When when Schefter said that on uh, Saturday, I'm like, yeah. oh, Schefter never gets it wrong. He's right. so plugged in yep. and stuff. And then he had to kind of like backtrack everything. And it's it's a, had, that was such a just a, to see how that all escalated so quickly. What a just a complete cluster f for uh, sports media in general. Yeah, I had a, about a 15 minute conversation with my 10 uh, year old nephew who knows everything about football, about who's going where and what's going to happen, which quarterback, this and that. It was pretty interesting. But also, I was up uh, early on Sunday and heard Al Keck, and he made a pretty interesting comment about uh, Tom Brady and all this stuff. He goes, you know who I feel bad for? Roethlisberger. He had about 48 hours of people. (laughs) Hall of Fame career, all this stuff, and just completely overshadowed by Tom Brady. Uh, Don Yee who is uh, Tom Brady's agent, yeah. was quick to get on the air and say, yeah. hey, not true, not not true at all. I enjoyed watching all these, uh, you know, like commentators and Twitter website and all these, like, you know, sports guys having to, like, take back the fact that they were, like, scooping this story. And like, <laughs> oh, well, maybe we were wrong. We didn't know. Uh, yeah, I, know? Don't, I don't think... Um, I don't think anybody was wrong. I bet Adam Schefter had good information from a good source, and and then they were like, "Hey, hey, we can't say this yet because we got this money coming in yeah. after the fifth, or those oh, NFL man. doesn't want us to announce this now. Just lay low." Now uh, I want them to be wrong so bad. Yeah. I hope he comes back just to spite all these people that leaked the story. His podcast comes out today, and he he's doing that at the end of the season, so it's gonna be interesting to see what he says on his podcast. It's really weird to me that uh, he does the podcast with Jim Gray. Yeah, I don't understand how that. Well, first of all. I, they must be paying him a ton of money to get him to do it, and it's yeah. I guess it's and too serious. Why Jim Gray. I mean, so many people don't well, like. Well, does Jim Gray have a contract with whatever company you know does the podcast, whatever? Because he's he was CBS or HBO. It's through serious is the, the podcast. Oh, okay. I think. Yeah, it's through I, the NFL. But but Jim Gray is not very well liked among. No, I get the feeling no. him and Tom are friends though, because they a lot of times they'll, he'll be like, "I know you a long time, Tom." And yeah. So I think maybe there's a you know some familiarity there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. But you know, it's uh, it'll be interesting to uh, to see what he has to say. Yeah, I that. really uh, want to see that. It's going to be hard to dance around. And if Jim Gray had any nuts about him, he's going to say, "Well, what, what well, are you going to do? Or when will you know?" It was you funny because even last week he goes, "You know, I'm going to take a couple weeks and heal up a little bit and talk to my family and then make a decision." I'm like, and then it was like four days later, everybody's saying he's retired. Well, because he said that. Yeah. And then what his um, what his 
statement was was that you know I got to look at how fair it is to my wife and kids. Yeah, and that was a pretty good excuse. That was a pretty, everybody was like, yeah, yeah. He's at got at to. the same time, he also you know you don't want to hold the Bucks hostage. No, if you're moving on, then because sure. they, they need to you know start looking at free agency or start looking at the draft. Well, and whereas think- like Rogers is a douchebag, he'll hold the Packers hostage all summer long and then say yeah. he's going to leave right before training camp. Yeah. Uh, I think in uh, Don Yee's uh, statement, he said that, that that he knows he's aware of what goes on. And right. Says, so you're not know, going to let him know and stuff. Uh, I did see an interesting thing where, you know, Brady, as long as he's played in the NFL and with TB12 and all that stuff, has made uh, between $290, $300 million, they said, uh, and Giselle has made over $500 million. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, so not, it's not for the money at all. At this Giselle point. made all that money and nobody tackled her. Yeah. Nope, it's just going to be so once. weird. No Roethlisberger next year, possibly no Brady next year. It's, it's just all this these new guys. The Herberts and the Staffords and the uh, I know. Yeah, the it's the new, yeah, because you got Drew Brees out, yeah, Eli Manning, Drew Brees gone. Uh, uh, Phillip Rivers, all these guys that were around that class, around that time. Yeah. Yeah, just gone. And, I don't uh, like it. All these the fact that I'm being old enough to see guys go from college and play their entire career and then leave mm-hmm. is making me feel My old. dad told me that a long time ago. He said, you know, when you feel old, when you see the guys that you grew up watching their sons play. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. starting to happen. Yeah, yeah. No, it's worse than that. Because you got Ken Griffey Jr. Ken Griffey Sr. played when I was a kid. Ken Griffey Jr. played when I was a young adult, and yeah. I'm sure his kid's going to be rolling out anytime right. soon. So. Uh, Deion Sanders' kid plays college football. Yeah. Derek Brooks' kid plays college yeah. football. Like all, all these guys, yeah, all, all, star, guys, all of them. Yeah. Like, Damn it, man. Uh, over to Gasparilla. While most pirates and revelers kept things under control, some people got uh, uh, out of line and they got arrested. How many people <laughs> got arrested on Saturday at the uh, Gasparilla parade? We we talked about it before the show, so we know oh, yeah, a okay. very uh, surprisingly low number. Yeah, but, only five people. But really? think about it. You have to really have been a jerk yeah. off to get her. If they only arrested five people, yeah. they were letting a lot of stuff go. You Absolutely. must have to really be an a hole. Right? There was probably like, "Hey, be cool. You know, yeah. chill out a little bit." Yeah. Uh, according to the uh, Tampa Police Department, two of those arrested are facing felony charges for battery on law enforcement officer. Oh, Whoops, it easy. Oops. Uh, the other three were arrested on misdemeanor charges of disorderly conduct or trespassing. Spanish and pap pap offenses. The FWC says it stopped five people for boating under the influence, and uh, about twenty vehicles were towed from no parking zones. Yeah. How about that water though? Oh, uh, the winds. Oh, oh, if yeah. you fell in that water, oh. oh. My God. Frosty, but, yeah. but the seas were moderate to a light chop. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I bet it was a heavy <laughs> chop out of the north, Michael. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. Winds out of the north. Uh, easy yeah. skipper. Uh, <laughs> so we know about all the stuff. Neil Young said it's either me or Joe Rogan. Spotify said it's Joe Rogan, and now uh, Joni Mitchell on board. And we have another one I'll talk about here in a second. But Joe Rogan took to Instagram yesterday and posted this. He said, "My thoughts on the latest controversy with Spotify." And uh, here is what Joe Rogan had to say about that. This video, first of all, because I think there's a lot of people that have a distorted perception of what I do, maybe based on sound bites or based on headlines of articles that are disparaging. Um, The podcast has been accused of spreading dangerous misinformation, specifically about two episodes, a little bit about some other ones, but specifically about two, one with uh, Dr. Peter McCullough and one with Dr. Robert Malone. Dr. Peter McCullough is a cardiologist and he is the most published physician in his field in history. Dr. Robert Malone owns nine patents on the creation of mRNA vaccine technology and is at least partially responsible for the creation of the technology that led to mRNA vaccines. 
both these people are very highly credentialed, very intelligent, very accomplished people, and they have an opinion that's different from the mainstream narrative. I wanted to hear what their opinion is. I had them on, and because of that, those episodes in particular, uh, those episodes were labeled as being dangerous. They had dangerous misinformation in them. The problem I have with the term misinformation, especially today, is that many of the things that we thought of as misinformation just a short while ago are now accepted as fact. Like, for instance, eight months ago, if you said, if you get vaccinated, you can still catch COVID and you can still spread COVID, you would be removed from social media. They would they would ban you from certain platforms. Now that's accepted as fact. If you said, I don't think cloth masks work you would be banned from social media. Now, that's openly and repeatedly stated on CNN. If you said, I think it's possible that COVID-19 came from a lab, you'd be banned from many social media platforms. Now, that's on the cover of Newsweek. All of those theories that at one point in time were banned were openly discussed by those two men that I had on my podcast that have been accused of dangerous misinformation. So he goes on. It was about yeah. a, a little over eight minute video, and he talks about ha- having on uh, uh, Dr. Gupta and different people that have different views than he does. And he said he just wants to talk to people and hear different points of views. And he goes on to say that Spotify now wants them to put like a uh, yeah. uh, label on front of it, which he said he was fine with. Yeah. You know that uh, these may be views that aren't, uh, uh, you know, don't agree with the. Um, majority, or, yeah. yeah, the majority of the different people. He said that's fine, you know. He goes, but I want to be able to talk to people and find out information. And like he said, making great points with that whole thing about if you said if you're vaccinated, you can't, you can still get uh, COVID. Mm-hmm. Well, people would freak out about that, or the cloth masks don't work, or the different stuff. He was making some very good points in that, and I thought, you know, and he said he's a Neil Young fan. He goes, I'm a Neil Young fan. He goes, I am Joni Mitchell fan. He goes, that's not going to change anything. He goes, I get it. That's fine. Yeah, I like to point out I'm not a Joni Mitchell fan. I don't like yeah. any of her music. I think she looks like the old man from Poltergeist, and I'm not interested. <laughs> uh, but I am a Neil Young fan, but still, I, I don't care about what Neil Young has to say. He makes music, and I like his music. I don't care what he has to say. I believe he's a, a curmudgeon old man. Um, and uh, we've said the same thing about Joe Rogan, the same way we've said on this show, when people are like, how could you talk to this person? And I always say I would in, I would interview Hitler if I had the opportunity. It's somebody of interest that would be uh, informative, sometimes entertaining, and it would be an interesting conversation. In Joe Rogan's case, he is he is talking to people about alternatives that uh, prove to be true in some cases. And him, a, a a guy who had the COVID and used the alternative medicines to get over it, he's got a point of view that he can speak of that he knows firsthand. So uh, it, it's very interesting how we're I, – I, it's, it's interesting how the world isn't angrier at the censorship. Like we are so arguing over whether or not uh, the COVID information is right or wrong to the point where everybody's just sick of hearing about it yeah. nobody cares. But we're not really getting mad at the fact that everything we do is being censored now. We're allowing the social media – to go ahead and cut us off if we're saying what they don't like us to say. And and I, that has been what this country has been founded on, and so many people are just so easy to just go, well, yeah, but it's what he's saying isn't true. It doesn't matter. It, it's, it's The point is we're letting somebody else tell us what we can and cannot say. Uh, we still can't 
uh, go live on Instagram because we violated their rules, but they won't even tell me what rule what we violated. So I don't even know. Like we're just playing by everybody else's rules now. It doesn't apply to yeah. anything. So uh, you know, I think he. I, I I like the way Joe. He is the the guy now. He is the guy everybody looks to. He is the guy everybody in the media. This is the new media. This is not radio. This is television. This is something new. He is the the new guy. And he handles it well. He doesn't come out right away. He doesn't use all the attention to push his platform. He did the right thing. He waited a couple of days, calmed down, and then calmly responded to where you look at it and go, yeah, makes sense. He also says in there, he goes, do I get stuff wrong? He goes, of course I do. He goes, everybody does. And he goes, but I try and make up for it, you know, and give you the proper information if I make a mistake or whatever. He goes, also, like he said a million times, what do I know? I'm a comedian and an MMA uh, broadcaster. He goes, like... If you're listening to me for serious stuff, then that's on you. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the problem is that people will listen to things and they you know they don't know what to believe because they're just too dumb to look for, look it up themselves. Yeah. yeah, you know Joe Rogan's no different than anybody else. Right. He just he has the internet just like we do. Yeah. you know what I mean. It's that not like he's some rote scholar. Yeah, you know it's crazy to me that he's become he's got this level of notoriety like he just blew up so well, fast. But you know. When it comes to people saying misinformation, when you've got qualified people that are giving their giving yeah. their opinion, then that's I, I don't think that should be lumped in with misinformation. And that's how they present it, right? Yeah. That this is a this is a doctor, and this doctor is sending his point of yeah. view. Yeah, that's different than some dummy posting a Facebook yeah. meme that they just saw somewhere and just read. That's to me, that's misinformation. Yeah. But when you've got a qualified physician that's got credentials and they're giving their opinion, I think that stuff should be out there because that's where you you get the information. And it makes it really is kind of scary that that they're able to censor that kind of stuff and you wonder right. if the people in charge are really going out of their way that hard to censor these points of view why what are they hiding yeah, right. what what is but really it's, i mean on? it's not being censored it's out there you know what i mean that's the thing people say it's being censored but it's not it's there you can get it you know what i mean you know, but that doesn't mean it's not being censored neil, yeah. neil young's trying to you know, on... he's fighting spotify but the the information is is easily accessible. Neil Young didn't try to, uh, I feel like, didn't try to uh, censor Joe Rogan. He said, I just don't want to be a part Right. Of I, yeah. I don't know why people give him crap for that. If that's it, what he doesn't want to do, then fine. That's right. what, he was like, yeah. I, I don't agree with this, and I don't want to be associated with it and take my music off. Yeah. Yeah. So but, Neil but, Young and then Joni Mitchell and now a new one, Niles but, Lofgren. Oh, Nils. <laughs> Oh, Nils. Sorry. Nils Lofgren. Yeah, he's so so popular that I didn't know. Uh, is the latest musician to pull his music from Spotify in protest of what they say is uh, COVID nineteen misinformation on the platform? Sorry, listen, I get it. He's E Street Band and all that stuff. But as far as solo stuff, name one song. Um, I cannot name any of his songs, and I will tell you also that I have listened to it and feel like he's. Uh, a great artist and a great guitar player. Still couldn't care less what he says about yeah. I don't care if Clarence Clemens came back from the dead and said <laughs> that he was pulling his stuff off Spotify. It isn't going to make a goddamn difference to me. I, it, it, you, know, I, you know how I love Pearl Jam? Love Pearl Jam, and Pearl Jam won't shut the hell up about social issues that most of the time I disagree with. I don't care. I'm not here for that. I'm not. I'm here for separating the, music. the art from yep. the artist, and I. And that's all I care about. And uh, you know, if they want to drone on about things, as long as it's not ruining the concert, I don't care. You know. So well, uh, right now you can hear this uh, from Nils. 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 Nils Lofgren. guitarist for the E Street Band. Yeah, this is his Long solo time. stuff. This is his biggest song. That has over three million plays. <laughs> uh, shine silently. Okay. <laughs> Get it while it's hot. Just another room 
I don't know this. No, nobody does. No. I remember in the 90s, he released a solo album, and I was like, wow, this was kind of bluesy guitar, like same thing Black Crows were doing, you know, and it was pretty good, but nothing is going to make me... Did he used mind. to play basketball against Howard Stern? Yes. Well, I think they him? did one time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. But he um, he's little, too, which is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I don't... Uh, Nils Lofgren may just be taking this as an opportunity to get some fame out of the deal. <laughs> yeah. You know I mean? Hey, guys. My music's on Spotify, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. uh, Tiger King, Joe Exotic, was in court on Friday for resentencing for his uh, murder-for-hire conviction. Uh, Exotic was convicted of trying to hire two different people to kill animal welfare activist Carol Baskin here in Tampa. Uh, he was resentenced on Friday to 21 years in prison. Yeah. <laughs> so only one less yeah. than his original sentence of 22 years that had been handed down for his conviction. I feel like Joe, got, Joe Exotic went, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, man. For real. <laughs> you did it, Joe. You got yeah. one year knocked off. <laughs> You'll be dead in five. <laughs> I saw this. The and, world needs Joe Exotic. Yeah. I feel like if he was a free man, we'd be in much better shape. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, Carol Baskin. It's not against you. Well, I, I think right. that show is coming out soon where it's the uh, about Joe Exotic. And, oh, yeah, and uh, what's-your-face, um, Saturday Night Live, is, McKinnon is playing Carol Baskin. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I saw the pictures from the... Uh, the show. Oh, I thought she was playing Joe Exotic. She should play both. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know who's playing. But, yeah, that'll be coming out. Uh, I saw this, and I thought it was pretty crazy. Tell me what you guys think. So it says, for many people, regardless of size, stepping on the scale at the doctor's office can be a triggering, harmful experience. Every every time. Yeah. Well, now you can get a card. Please don't weigh me. (laughs) There's a picture up on Bone TV. The please don't weigh me cards may offer a solution. The cards are uh, gaining a ton of attention online. They were created by more-love.org, an online resource created to help parents raise, quote, kids who are free from body hate, disordered eating, and eating disorders. Uh, They are a subtle way to send a strong message to medical staff. Please don't weigh me unless it's really medically necessary. (laughs) If you really need my weight, please tell me why so I can give you my informed consent. That's a little much. Oh, everybody's a physician now. They know what's best. I don't need the card. I just go. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm lucky that my doctor's like, come on. Like, like if I go see Dr. Pasquale, he's just like, come with me in the office. You know what I mean? But uh, I I don't like it. They move those bars over. Then they move another yeah. bar over. Yeah. I'm like, don't you guys have a digital? And he's like, no, these are much more. Uh, like, accurate, the, yeah. By the way, just so you know, all the people who don't want to be weighed or want to give your consent or do whatever, they do have the, the actual doctor's table or the chairs now that weigh you, and you don't even know. Oh, yeah. I like and that when better. you just sit down. Yeah, when yeah. You, you just sit there, and when you're sitting there, they can actually weigh you from that. Yeah. My um, blood pressure skyrockets when I walk into a doctor's office. They call it white coat syndrome, which is very interesting because I don't fear needles. I don't fear shots. I don't fear the doctor. I don't I don't do have Do you any... fear the Reaper? Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh. I do fear the Reaper, but I feel like being at the doctor is keeping the Reaper away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um I don't it's I'm not nervous about the doctor, but for some reason being in there right through the roof. So they take my blood pressure and they go, Oh wow. One time a doctor said to me, Listen to me, lay down, I'm gonna leave the room, I'm gonna come back in ten minutes. I said, Okay. So I laid down, and he came back in 10 minutes. They took my blood pressure. Perfect. He's like, you just have that 
that white coat, and I go, it's, it's weird, because I don't expect to have anything bad happen while I'm in here, you know? But but the truth is, is that once they weigh you and they start poking you, that's when I start getting a little bit yeah, you know, weirded out. The only yeah. time I've ever wanted one of those cards was the first time I ever had to drop my, my pants, and my doctor was this older woman, and they do, like, the hernia check, and I was like, well, oh, I wish I had a card to be like, is this medically necessary <laughs> to, to do all this? It was. The only time I've I had to drop my pants and get the finger in the test mm-hmm. was um, a doctor I didn't know, and he did have big hands. I've had that done like three times, and they've all been – it's been fine. You guys were in a parking lot. In yeah. The <laughs> they took me to Hooters afterwards. <laughs> when he was no. done, he said, get out of my van. <laughs> and the last time I had it done was Dr. DeBasquale's office, but not Dr. DeBasquale. They said that – yeah, I couldn't do that. We couldn't go oh, have beers on no. a Friday. Would that change your relationship? Yeah. Oh, so like, Come on. finger in my thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. So that's never that's never happened. And then I had, I had a woman – a giant Navy doctor and uh, and the Dr. Deeper Squally's physician assistant do it. Um, all for uh, testing reasons, not for pleasure. And um, I've only had one doctor make me take my pants off so he could look at my wiener. And that was like, I wasn't expecting that. And he was like, okay. Uh, he, was an, he was an old Asian guy, which made it a lot better. I don't know why. I felt like I had no chance with him. Yeah. He, he goes, uh, take, take it down. And I took it down. He goes, underwear. Oh, take no. it down. Like, no, no, no. What are we doing here? He goes, uh, um, uh, physical. I was like, oh, this is really weird. Get ready to cough. But then doctors tell you, like if the doctors said, if they're going to come in, they're going to check your penis, and you know that they're coming in, they say some people try and get it ready. Right. For a break. Fluff it up a and little. The, the yeah. doctor's like, I don't want to see that. Yeah. He's like, I'm not here for yeah. that. Yeah, the last thing I want to walk in. What does that do? Yeah. 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 I don't, the last thing I want to see is a patient with a quarter erect penis as I'm <laughs> yeah. trying to give him an exam. And I thought, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, now they, we're both here to be embarrassed, oh, doctor. They have a scale. They're marking. They're yeah. like, oh, very nice. All right. That's uh, eight out of ten. no <laughs> way you're going to tell me <laughs> if I have to go in for some sort of surgery and the people that are there are a fan of the show, they're not peeking under the blanket. Totally. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. They, the lady, uh, I, I've talked to plenty of nurses who told me that they totally do it. They compare. They keep notes. Just out of curiosity, yeah. you want to know. Uh, which, by the way, I am going to the urologist today. How you okay. Congratulations. Are they, are they rotorooting anything, or are they just, what are they doing to you? Uh, just check up, just uh, getting yeah. some stuff looked at and stuff. So I'll just go in. I just I usually just get completely naked. That's right. perfect. When I, when I go to the office, yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. Yep. Even if they don't ask you to. A lot of yeah. times my doctor does too. Not right. It makes it very comfortable. No yeah. red coats under there. Yeah. Red white, coat. White coat. Oh, white no. coat. Whoa. Blue coat. I'm afraid of the red coats, too. <laughs> the British are coming. Uh, so a woman in Tampa was in a huge financial trouble after accidentally paying $43,000 towards a $430 credit card bill. So she accidentally hit a couple more zeros yeah. in there. Uh, it ended up kicking her overdraft protection into gear and draining all of her accounts from Bank of America. Uh, here is Darlene Gwynn explaining all the problems that followed her banking typo. So she was supposed to pay uh, 430 She paid $43,000. Uh, take a listen. I can't even go to the store. I can't buy milk. I can't pay for my husband's medication. I feel violated. Well, they have our savings. They have all of our money in checking. They have our social security checks for this month so i guess uh they said oh don't worry it'll be back you know it'll be changed tomorrow we'll change it back whatever and it took a couple weeks for them to get it done and i guess they had uh who is that better get uh 
Mankin, Bankin? Oh, Mankin. Is it Mankin? Okay, yeah. I said Better Call Saul. (laughs) (laughs) Got them involved, and then I guess they got their money back. So, yeah. Whoopsie-daisies. <laughs> but also, double-check before you, yeah. like, move money around. You don't, you know. Sure, yeah. You know. Like, that was her mistake. Probably older lady, not great with the computer. And was right. like, uh, putting, the, putting the zeros on, and the, the, the zeros after the decimal were probably already there, you know, and she hit a couple more and didn't work out for her. <laughs> uh, 27-year-old guy from New Jersey named Richard Charwowski was hanging out with his buddy near Scranton, Pennsylvania last week and decided to cook up some <laughs> potatoes in a frying pan. It was around midnight, and it's not clear if they had been drinking. Probably were. Uh, but he offered to share and asked his friend if he wanted any potatoes. His friend declined, and Richard did not take rejection Ooh, well. No, no. When his friend said no, Richard flipped out threw hot oil in the guy's face and started beating him over the head with the frying pan. He hit him so hard that the handle broke off the pan. Thankfully, it sounds like the guy's going to be okay. Doctors treated him for burns and a significant head injury. Uh, He was alert enough to explain to the police what happened. Richard ran off before the police got there, but couldn't get very far because he didn't put on shoes before he took (laughs) off. Uh, So they found him nearby. He is now facing a bunch of charges, included reckless endangerment and aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. There is a picture of Dum Dum up on uh, Bone TV there. potatoes for him. Why would yeah. he get mad? Yeah. I don't know, Carmen. I don't know. People freak out over dumb stuff. Or yeah. Uh, so, it's been very cold the last couple of days. Down in the 30s this morning, whenever we get up. So, today is Happy National <gasps> Hot Chocolate Day. Ooh. Get it? Get it? Hot uh, chocolate. Uh. Ooh, ooh, mm, mm. <laughs> Put the whipped cream. Uh, uh. Some marshmallows. Goop, 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 goop. Ooh, it's too hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's the noise I make. What? <laughs> Just over here making noises. I don't know. Yeah. I know. I'm into it. Uh, do you guys know this song? Baby, if you ever wonder, wonder, wonder what would have became of me. I'm living on the air in Cincinnati. Cincinnati, WKRC. Hessman, who played the off-the-wall disc jockey Dr. Johnny Fever on the 70s sitcom, uh, sitcom WKRP in Cincinnati. First shock jock. And teacher Charlie Moore on Head of the Class died Saturday. He was 81 years old. Hessman died in Los Angeles of complications from a colon surgery that he had last summer. Ooh. Oh, yeah. My ex-girlfriend was in France for a month, and she ran into Howard Hessman. He was a real dick to her. Really? really? Yeah. He, she, she was like, you know, you see an American, a famous American in France, and you're like, oh, and I haven't seen an American in a month. And I said, oh, Howard Hessman. He was, she said he was such a dick. Really? Like, oh, you know, I'm good for him in his He's probably like, listen, I got colon problems. Yeah. Yeah. I need to be recognized right now. <laughs> Um, uh, Howard Hasman was Dr. Johnny Fever, mm-hmm. and he was, like, we don't know that DJ. That was before our time. Like, right. the cool guy was like, hey, you know, we didn't really have that. Um, when we when we were kids, it was the fast-talking jocks. Hasman was more like, Dr. Johnny Fever was like a 70s kind of leftover. You Where know? they yeah. like play the whole album side. Yeah. Yep. And uh, and he could do whatever he wants because he was like the first real jock jock type. And um, I liked him. I remember uh, one of the episodes, because he wasn't the main guy in, in WKRP, although he gets a lot of uh, photos when they mentioned the show. 
one time, it was right in the 70s when people started disliking Disco. Disco was really super famous, but then there was a backlash on it. And he did a contest, and he was like, I got tickets to go see Peter Frampton if you can complete this sentence. And he goes, Disco blank. And then he goes to the line, the lady goes, rules. And he goes, oh, you're way off. He hangs up on her. And it was Disco sucks was the answer. And he went, shock, shock. Um, and then uh, the other thing, head of the class, Calvin. Head of the class head of the was class. where he was the teacher. And that was Robin Givens. Was yep. she in that? Yeah, yeah. And that fat kid. Yes. Now, the fat kid on that show, uh, whose name I don't know or else I would tell you instead of just calling him the fat kid, it was like it was like a cool guy, a nerd, a smart girl, a hot black girl, and then the fat kid. And uh, he Howard Hessman was on, then he left, and Billy, what's his name, the Scottish comedian, took over. Oh, Schilling? No. no. Uh, yeah, I know you're talking about Billy, not O'Donnell. Uh, Billy O'Connell. Oh, O'Connell. O'Connell? Maybe? No. Billy, Billy Connolly. Some, Billy Connolly, yeah. Billy Connolly. But the, what's the fat guy's name? I the fat find. guy is Dan Schneider. Dan Schneider. Well, hold on. Was that his? No, you're right. That's him. Once you Dan said Schneider, it, yeah, he played Dennis. Dan Schneider went on to produce a bunch of stuff for Nickelodeon, and supposedly he is one of the worst pedophiles in Hollywood. <sighs> Allegedly, they are there are so many, and yet they still they see they keep hiring him even with all these complaints, which fuels the conspiracy that they're all yeah they're all pedophiles. So many things against that guy. He is in every documentary that you see about pedophilia, about Hollywood, about kids. All goes back to that guy. Whoa. Yeah, that is that is absolutely creepy. But um, for some reason, he's still able to get work. and so still able weird. to get work with kids. Uh, this is a article from Deadline from, uh, let's see, to last year about uh, him addressing allegations of misconduct during uh, Nickelodeon reign. Mm. Uh, I don't know what he says, but there is a picture with him with that iCarly, and he's like all snuggled up yeah. behind her like a yeah. creep. <laughs> Uh, and it's interesting because I'm looking at the IMDb and it's got pictures for everybody but him. Uh, it's saying he says totally innocent, blah, blah, blah. I couldn't and I wouldn't have long-term friendships and couldn't uh, continued loyalty from so many reputable people if I mistreated my actors of any age, unless, especially minors. Unless they yeah, were all, they were all yeah. creeps. Yeah. I don't... Uh, I don't know any of it, obviously, to be true, but I do know that there's been a lot more than just one complaint, so that's what makes it look really, really weird. The other thing is is that um, I think that would be something... Let me finish what I'm going to say. <laughs> I think it's something that I would totally enjoy. No. Uh, working, uh -oh. working at Nickelodeon. <laughs> like, I think working on a kid's show, like an iCarly or something... Yeah. Like Boys' be, Day or something? No, not, no. <laughs> but, like, if I, seriously, that if I was on some sort of fun show, like, uh, what's the other one with the sliming show, the, the Double Dare or oh, something yeah, like that? that was I think blast. that would be great. But also, some guy who's been lurking around Nickelodeon for 20 years, somebody went, why is this guy still here? You know what I mean? Like, it just opens up doors. He's got a very, like, Lou Perlman-looking vibe yeah. to him. Yeah. I'm looking at all these, like, Nickelodeon pictures and how he was, like, the top guy of children's television yeah. for a while. Yeah, he was big. Like, he was like, making Finding all these, like, stars and stuff, mm -hmm. yeah. The, uh, my brother sent me over the weekend an article that another priest that we grew up with 
from our parish is uh, in trouble for molesting kids. Mm. And it, but this one, I said to my brother, I argued it. I go, I don't believe this. He goes, How could you not believe it? It's like five different. I said because we were around that kid, that guy, since we were like in second grade all the way up to high school. And did you ever see anything inappropriate? He's like, Hey, he doesn't like you, yes. you know. Uh, but I mean, I mean, I was in. He was the first priest I ever heard curse on the oh. altar. We, on the altar? When you're an altar boy, and uh, during the Mass, you're supposed to go over to the to the box and get the stuff for him so he can bless the, the, <laughs> the water and wine and all that. Yeah. And yeah. he went to the box, and the box was empty. Oh. And they forgot to reload it, and he cursed when he wrote that. I was like, oh, Dominus for oh, he just said that for him. <laughs> Wait for something to light on fire oh. up there. Then I've, I've gone to confession with him. I've been alone in rooms with him. I was like, this guy, that... Or it was just me, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But Father Father Garisto was his oh. name, and he was a nice, super nice guy, real good looking too. Yeah, yeah, he had uh, blue eyes. Oh, yeah, I mean, I might have let him take a shot. <laughs> I remember there, like uh, where I went to preschool in Michigan. You went to preschool. Uh, yeah. Oh, preschool. Pre, not priest. I thought you said priest school. I was like, <laughs> you're <a> preschool? <laughs> no, you're preschool. never going to be a priest. Okay. It was before kindergarten, and, you know, it was. I went to, like, the Montessori or whatever. And I remember my mom, my, my little brother, who's five years younger than me, he was getting ready to go. And she asked me, she was like, did you like it there? Did, you know, did you have fun? I was like, yeah, I mean, whatever. And come to find out, one of the kindergarten teachers there was touching little boys. Mm. Oh. Wow, this is the Reverend James Garisto, 73, who spent 40 years as a priest, teacher, and school administrator in New York, was arrested Thursday and charged with endangering the welfare of children, corruption of minors, and indecent assault. Uh, Garisto owns a home, but was accused of attacking the child hundreds of times. He was released from police custody after posting 75,000, oh, 10% of a $75,000 bail. Um, he, I, it's so shocking to me. That that like no like when we found out that uh, Father Quigley tried to kiss Mike Rinaldi, oh we all went oh well, yeah, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, seems about right. But um, this is this blows my mind. I mean, I knew this guy since I was a little kid. Yeah, crazy. It's never easy. Uh, so Joe, don't show the video yet for this uh, because I want these guys to guess. So they're having a uh, tri- tribute to Betty White tonight. Uh, on uh, NBC, okay. and they have somebody singing the theme song, Thank You for Being a Friend, from Golden Girls. I'm going to play you the theme song. Tell me if you can figure out who is singing this, okay? Here we okay. go. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Is it Cher? Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, right there, should have given yeah. it all yeah. Uh, yeah, go ahead and show the video with it, Joe. Here we go. Yeah. Cher looks great. Really? Yeah, she's like 80 if she was. Yeah. Your heart is true. Sounds great, too. It, it almost, to me, it sounds like somebody pretending to be Cher. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And if you than Betty White. No. no. <laughs> so basically uh, all Betty White did was Golden Girls. No. Like, no she I know that, but, but yeah. all anybody talks about is Golden Girls. Well, that was the last year. Yeah. Though, yeah. Right? It was the most popular. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Cher's 75 years old. Yeah. Wow. Good for her. Looks Looks good for 75. I mean, obviously has had a lot of work done, but uh, good work. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Not like the Madonna work. Yo. Oh, my God. There you go. Yeah. Courtney Cox. Oh, Courtney Cox. What do we do? Oh. 
Why? Oh, she made, uh, she made a mistake. Uh, she was going to be on the show, and I don't know if she still is. Is uh, and I always have difficult with her. Famke, Fanka, Famke. We, we we had to cancel that, but yeah. yeah. What? What about her? Uh, she did some stuff to her face. No, oh, she famkied her face. Oh. Yeah, she was so beautiful. She uh, was. Yeah, I watched a uh, oh, yeah, postcard can... killer or something like that. Oh. And, uh, yeah. Oof. Oh, no. Literally, I typed in the first thing it says was, what has Famke Jansen yeah. done to her face? Yeah. You want to see her looking hot, watch the movie made. Yeah, or yeah. Goldeneye. Yeah. Uh, she's got pulled back Joan Rivers look. Oh. Yeah, she yeah. definitely Famke had a lot of filler face. put in her face and stuff. Yeah, it totally changes it. No yeah. good. She's so pretty. Uh, the drama between Britney Spears and sister Jamie Lynn is far from over. In a now-deleted Instagram post, Britney called her scum. Yeah, I read that. And said she wishes her sister could take a lie detector test because she's lying through her teeth. Yeah. That's scum. Uh-huh. <laughs> Free and Britney. Then, and then Britney yeah. took her shirt off and did a dance. Yeah. yeah. Like, what are we doing like a here? lunatic. Yeah. Uh, what do you think was the most played rock band on the radio last year all around the world. Carmen, Foo Fighters. all around the world. 21 Pilots. Uh, Foo Fighters, good guess. 21 Pilots, good guess. Not really rock. Uh, I mean, I, I guess it I'd is. call them rock, but it's not. I would say U- BTS. U2. <laughs> Joe said BTS. Whatever no. that best rock group yeah. ever. Metallica. Uh, U2, no. Metallica, no. All right, hold on. Uh, rock. Uh, AJR. No. Rolling Stones. Nope. But you're getting closer in the Beatles age group. Yeah, I think it's going to be an older band. I thought it might have been somebody that with a hit. Aerosmith. Oh, oh yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. Queen. Queen was the most played rock band on the radio last year all around the world. Across all genres, they ranked fourth behind Ed Sheeran, Dua Lipa, and the weekend. Wow. Yeah. Not for rock. That's for all genres and stuff. Yeah. So they were the most played rock band, though, was Queen. Ed Sheeran could be rock. That movie really pushed them over. Oh, yeah. Back. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah sure. Even my kids know who Queen is. They should. Yeah, why wouldn't they? Yeah. I mean, uh, the the movie brought it into a whole new audience. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I, I That's why everybody that. else is racing to do biopics. <laughs> yeah. Sex yeah. Pistols and everybody. Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 let's do that. Let's do that. They're making a lot of money now. Did anybody ever watch the Elton John one? Yeah. Rocket I started Man. watching it, and then I, I kind of never finished it. It was pretty good. I mean, it has some stuff that you're like, oh, okay. I mean, like the crowd's floating and stuff. It and was so. Like, I felt the guy playing. It was so over the top. I it thought like, it was good. I liked, yeah. I liked it. I, I like the Ellen John movie. I like the Queen movie. I really like the uh, the movie about the guy who wakes up and nobody knows who the Beatles oh, are. Oh yeah. oh yeah, when he when he gets on, he goes to Google and he puts in the Beatles and nothing comes up, and then he puts in John Ringo and nothing comes up. Then he puts in uh, Oasis and nothing. He goes, "Well, it makes sense." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I gotta tell you, I think it's. I thought that movie was great. I love anything that that's going to find a way to bring that music back into yeah. a new generation. Always works out. Uh, so finally, in news, uh, Celebrity Big Brother. Now I know probably nobody watches that uh, out of us. I'm saying, but it is starting on Wednesday. The new season will be starting. Celebrity Big Brother. So I'd like to go through who is on. Celebrity Big Brother for you guys. Oh, uh, so I, I I saw this 
Uh, uh, let me just think for a second. There's no, certainly man. one that's interesting to someone on the show. Yes, that's the one I remember. That's <laughs> why I made a note of it. Um, uh, so you have Cynthia Bailey, who is from Real Housewives of Atlanta. That was the other problem. Outside that one person we're talking about, I don't think I knew where anybody else was. Well, it's a lot of people that are from other reality shows. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like Cynthia Bailey, she's going to be on there. Uh, Carson Cressley, who is on Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, he's right. going to be on there. Uh, you got uh, Misha Tate from the UFC, yep. former UFC uh, champion there. That's good. She's going to be on there. Uh, you've got uh, Teddy Mellencamp, who is on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Now, is that his wife? I don't know. Really hot. Whether yeah, she really is, hot. she's 40, so I don't know if that's his wife or his daughter, daughter yeah. or what the deal is there. Uh, then you have uh, Lamar Odom. Yeah, that's good. Who almost died at the uh, Bunny Ranch, right? Didn't he almost die out there? That is uh, not his wife. That is his daughter, yeah. That's oh, his wow. daughter. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, Shanna Mokler, who was married to Travis uh, Barker. Married to Travis Barker, also used to bang Jack Nicholson. Yeah. yeah. At the same time. She had Miss USA in 1995. They call her an actress, model, reality TV star. Well, then when they had the Meet the Barkers reality show, yes. right oh, after yeah. uh, the oh, Osbournes, okay. yeah. she was on there. Yeah. Uh, and she, I guess, is a big fan of Celebrity Big Brother, so she wanted to be on there, so they put her on. And then Spanish, <gasps> your nemesis. Oh, Chris Kattan. Chris Kattan. <laughs> Former SNL yes. cast member will be on there. And it's so funny because they have pictures of everybody, and they all look great. Chris Kattan looks like he's a folding lawn chair. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks so oh, bad. Man. He's got, like, a, a yeah. weird smile, like he's yeah. sucking on a uh, cough drop or yeah. something. He's got. Uh, he was in a car accident. He's got yeah. a really bad back, yeah. so he's always going to look like he's a little bit winky, winky. You have a uh, figure skater that's going to be on there. Uh, Todrick Hall. Nope. He is a singer, songwriter, choreographer, and influencer. Oh. Uh-uh. Uh, this one we all know. Todd Bridges. Oh, different man. strokes. How is that cool to anybody anymore? Like, this generation doesn't know or care about Todd Bridges. Uh, well, he was on Everybody Hates Chris, which was on, what, 10, oh, okay. 10 years ago or right. something? I don't know. No Vanilla Ice? Usually he pops up in these things, it seems like. I think even uh, he got out of it. Yeah. Not yeah. Vanilla Ice, but you do have a boy band member. <gasps> oh. I know this. My favorite. Flavor Slave. Patrick. No. You get your ass kicked. <laughs> yep, I love Chris Kirkpatrick. He's going to be fun. He uh, he said if they act up, then it's going to be bye, bye, bye. Awesome. He did say that. I saw that commercial. Yeah, so that's all the uh, different people that are going to be on Celebrity Big Brother. <laughs> Chris Kirkpatrick's a fun time. Uh, so <laughs> I've like never watched Big Brother ever, ever, ever. No, There's uh, not enough celebrities on this one no. to make me watch this one either. Is, yeah. Isn't it basically just well, real world? They just live in a house. No, I think yeah, they right? kick them off, though. You vote oh, people out of the house. Okay. Yeah, It's okay. real world meets Survivor. Yeah. yeah. All right. I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, there is a... Uh, Real world reunion coming on. Do we need to know about that? I did oh not. yeah, yeah. I did see a preview well, for that. I watched the the New York one. No, but this is a. They're going back in the house. Oh really? Oh. And it's the one where the where they kicked the one black dude, the comedian. Oh, out. so right. that's the uh, Los Angeles which yes. is season two. Yeah, with the yeah. cowboy Country, kids. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So par- it's on Paramount Plus where they had. The uh, New York cast came back to their house in the same loft and everything in New York, and I watched. That was pretty good. I mean, they're all yeah. old now, and yeah. uh, Eric Nyes didn't get on the show because he had COVID. So oh. he was like face. He would FaceTime into the room all the time oh. because he got COVID right before the show That's filmed. So funny. That's funny. Yeah, I I saw an ad for it on the Paramount Plus thing, and John the Cowboy, he his I don't know. This is second 
guy I saw this weekend that has this. He has such neck fat. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And then and then I saw another guy, um I don't know if I should say it or not. Another guy who used to be in radio here posted a picture on the internet. He looked like his chin melted into his chest Aww. and then froze up. That John guy, he lives in St. Pete. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, I don't, know if, he, I don't know if he still does, but he for a while he lived here in St. Pete. In St. Pete, he I don't know. I mean, look, it's not you get old and you get fat in certain areas. There's not really a lot you could do about it. Then next thing you know, you're having plastic surgery and you look like Frankie yeah, Jansen. Yeah. So, oh. especially guys. But I wasn't nearly as surprised by John, I, the radio guy that I saw. I got to show you the picture during the break. Please I mean, do. It, it looked like a candle. Just melted, and then they blew it off, and they let it harden up like that. And I thought, why would you post that? He was uh, also 18 years old when he was on the show. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Straight out of the yeah. country, too. He is uh, 47 now. By the way, I uh, can't believe none of us remember his last name. Oh, I, yeah. I, I know I it is. John? Yeah. Because yeah. oh. he did it's... country music after the show for yeah. a minute. Yeah, I don't remember the country music. I, John, I don't know. All I remember him going, real stories. That's all yeah. I remember. John Brennan. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. John oh, Brennan. The most important John Brennan in our yeah. lives. Yeah. <laughs> Real stories. Yeah. Who else was on that show? On the, his. On that, his. From the 1993 yeah. LA one? They're all going to live um, together. I have the cast right in front of me if you want me to go over. So it was John. Yeah, yeah Eric. What? Eric Niles. No, Eric it's season Neese. one. Oh, that was season one? Yeah. 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 Oh, this, it says right here in front of me. It's Real World California? Yeah, LA. 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 Yeah. You were, you blew it. Sorry. Uh, Tammy, <laughs> yeah. yeah, she was the one. She's that, the one that had the guy kicked off because he pulled the blanket off of her because she was naked. Yeah, okay, that but, was David Edwards. Yeah. Do you remember the most psychotic thing about Tammy? Well, she Tammy was a model. She was gorgeous. She was skinny. She was a model. She needed to lose weight for a photo shoot, and she went to the dentist and had to oh, yeah. wire her jaw shut. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because she needed to lose. Like she couldn't control herself to the point where she had to have them. Wire her mouth shut. Didn't she end up? Oh. She married like married an NBA player. I, I thought. think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she was really pretty. Yeah, because yeah. she was on another reality show. Basketball it was, wise, it was basketball yeah, there wise. it is. Uh, then you had uh, Beth, who was on there, the blonde haired chick, she was the She's average. Oh, was she lesbian? Wasn't she? Uh, I thought she was just like a fat little blonde girl. Yeah, I don't. I don't know whether she was a lesbian or not. Yeah. Uh, Glenn. Gary. Glenn. Okay, Glenn was the one that they brought in to replace David. He was. Fantastic. Really? Right? Am I right about that? He was in a punk band? No, I think uh, that's a different one. Mm. I don't know. Maybe, no, Glenn, this Glenn was the kind of like he had a bob, his hair. You know what I'm talking about? No, no. I got to look at it. Yeah, I know who you're talking about, Mike, because then he bit the guy's tongue or got yeah. his tongue bit <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. That was, uh, I think that was London or something, or Oof. I don't know where it was. Uh, and then it has a no picture of Irene and Beth. Yeah, Beth, I remember she was like the little chubby one. But wait, I'm see, this is wrong, Galvin, because um, season see? two L.A. also had the uh, Irish guy on, Dominic. Yeah. And didn't it? Yeah. So I think they're combining shows. Because season two had John, Tammy, the real vanilla blonde guy. The young black comedian, a Hispanic girl, a white girl, and then Dominic. So I don't, and then I think Glenn was the guy that came in to replace the David. The, David. I don't know. It doesn't really it, matter. He was Glenn this was the guy that replaced David. Season two: Dominic, Tammy, John, Beth, Aaron, Irene, David, Glenn, and another Beth. Glenn replaced David. Yes, he was a nutty one. 
But yet, I would rather see a show where they take the best of, put Puck and Glenn yeah. and uh, a bunch of those guys. When was oh, wasn't Pedro on that one? That was San Francisco. San Francisco. Francisco. Season three. Yeah. When Pedro, poor Pedro had AIDS. Yeah. And he said, my name is Pedro. And I have <laughs> Puck put his finger in the peanut butter. He did. Uh, yeah. Puck, I don't know why. Puck said he did not believe in utensils. Yeah. And he, uh, Puck did not believe in utensils, so he ate his, the peanut butter with his fingers. Yeah. But then, and, I remember would show him picking oh. up his dog's poop with his bare hands, yeah. and then, like, he would cut him, put his finger in the peanut butter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the guy's and already the, got AIDS. You're yeah. putting poop fingers in his yeah. peanut butter. Yeah, I, I just barehanded. No big deal. Yeah. The one girl who is uh, on Fox News now, Rachel, yeah. she's married to, like, a congressman. She who was went, also on The Real World. Yeah. 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 She was like, um, I want to go to uh, church. Anybody want to go to church? And nobody wanted to go. And Puck was like, I'll go. And she goes... You want to go to church? He goes, full on. I love Jesus. <laughs> Dude, Puck was great. And then um, wait, who is the guy that she married? Um, Sean from Seattle season, I believe. Oh, wow. That's Sean, uh, I can't remember his last name. But, yeah, he didn't uh, Judd and uh, the Asian girl get married? Get married yeah. yeah, yeah. Pam. Yeah. I still don't think the real world was anywhere near as good as Road Rules, but that's my own opinion. Road Rules is good. I love yeah. Road Rules. The, the Road Rules girl was the one that worked here, wasn't she? Uh, the one that was on TV here for a while. There was a girl Maybe. here that, that did news. I remember when I first when they first hired me, she was doing news here, and Keith loved her. And I think he was trying to do something where I did a we put her on the show, and I was like, no. Uh, Sean Duffy was the guy that married Rachel, and he was. Uh, U.S. Uh, House Representatives for two years oh. in Wisconsin. Yeah, the, we, when, you know when, when all these TV shows started having midday shows? They hired that girl from Road Rules to yeah. do it. I don't even remember her name. I can't. I'm trying to find her. I yeah, it doesn't matter. Oh, uh, look, those kids use that as a nice springboard yeah. to do stuff. I, Good why for not? Them. I Still, I, the, uh, the Miz is the most successful yeah. by far. Yeah. I mean, the most successful? Like I'm trying to think of who else. Not even close. I wouldn't think anybody. Well, I don't. I don't know anybody else who was uh, on. Was he on Road Rules? Yeah. He was on. Uh, no, no, he was on Real, Real World in New York. Yeah. Oh, really? New York. Yeah. yeah. I thought he was on Road Rules. No. No. Theo Vaughn was Road Rules. Oh, Theo Vaughn. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. So, so was, Theo uh, did well. Yeah, he was so great. Was, Not uh, uh, Tom Segura's wife was on there. Oh, Pazinski. Really? Yeah. yeah. On Road Rules. Yeah. Huh. Oh, that's interesting. I did not know that. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, there's been a lot of... I mean, you're right, uh, Gio, Miz has to be one of yeah, yeah. Was, Wasn't it the uh, Seattle one? They had him working at that radio station. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. What was it? And, oh, oh, man, they had... I remember the... Remember Andre from Raindance? <laughs> oh, yeah, Raindance. They were, they were bad. I yeah. went out and bought that wasn't TV. Mad, wasn't uh, mad at yeah. him. Yeah. That's so funny. What a crazy... I can't believe MTV started this whole reality TV they series really did. with all this. Yeah. Well, they didn't. Another a production company did, and they bought it. Yeah, and they they bought it. I mean, it was, but that was the first, right? That was yeah, like the first reality. Real, yeah, I mean, it was pretty close to reality. I mean, obviously they produced it, and you yeah. saw what you wanted to see, but it was the first time cameras were really following you around all day, and they were and they were trying to get controversy. They were trying to get racism and homophobia yep. and all that stuff. I mean, they put it out there though. That yeah. stuff wasn't on TV prior to that. Uh, that no. I remember. I remember the Las Vegas one was the first time, I think because I was getting ready to go to college, I remember seeing the Las Vegas one and being like, wow, people, adults just have sex all the time with each other. Not the case, but Mm. the Vegas one, I was like blown away by it. I was was just impressed by the house. Oh, I mean, when I grew up in a crappy apartment in New York, then they show this one, you're like, what? Yeah. And uh, And then my old girlfriend at the time ended up, 
working in a in a building that was right below where the apartment That's was. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, when I was in Tallahassee doing radio, they would bring those real world cast members into the clubs all the time because college town. Oh, yeah. So they would bring those guys in all the time, and they were getting so much ass oh, because oh, every sure. every girl that would show up that, you know, because they were super famous in a college town. Right, yeah. that's and, they're, oh, yeah. and they're in making it a, a two-hour appearance at the club and they're there for the weekend and, you know, I we have remotes and stuff there promoting their appearance and, you, you know, I talk to these guys and stuff and they would just be getting just numbers and it was just Were crazy. they cool for the most part or were they kind of douchey? The ones I met were all pretty cool, yeah. yeah. Like, I remember the, the, the one dude was from, like, the Philadelphia cast. He was the one that was there and he was showing me how all these, he was just showing me all these phone numbers he had gotten and stuff. He's oh. like, dude, this is the greatest thing ever. He goes, I go for from town to town every weekend, and this is just like my life. He's like, Hose. I'm having more fun off the show than I had on the show. Hose in a different area. Yeah, he's yeah. like, being on the show sucked. He's like, this is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> we used to have him come in, and they would like host stuff or yeah. guest oh. bartend or yep. do stuff. And I remember talking to one of the guys, and I, I don't know what cast he was on, whatever, but he was like, it's crazy. He goes, I don't get it. I don't know why all these girls are trying to bang me. He goes, yeah. I'm not going to question it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was walking down the street one day in New York at nighttime in the uh, early 2000s, and I heard the uh, voice, and I just walked by, and I go, are you Puck? The guy goes, yeah, man. You know me? I go, yeah, I know you. And he was just hanging out with some homeless people. So, yeah. Not oh, quite as cool as what you guys saw. But still, it was cool meeting Puck. <laughs> yeah. All the ones that I talked to, they all said like being on the show sucked. They didn't, really did enjoy. It, yeah, well, MTV yeah. has a um, history of not tr- paying well yeah. and taking care of their the people. Yeah. But the doors that they open, are... and, and they always told said they they'd also the same that the house is not as nice in person as it yeah. looks on TV. Oh, really? Sure. Yeah. Like the there was one girl that was uh, in Austin. The, the I think her name was Lacey. She lived in Tallahassee, and I would bump into her a lot. And she was saying like the house in Austin was like it dumped. She's like it looked great on TV, but mm-hmm. the roof was leaking. <laughs> She's like, it smelled weird, and she's like, it was not fun to be in. Wow. You want to know, the best, the best living inside a house group show was still Surreal Life to me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Every great. Surreal With Life. With Mini-Me, that one? Yeah. Oh, Mini-Me, yeah. Mini-Me, Tammy, Tammy Baker. Yeah. Uh, X-Pac. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Flavor Flavor. Yes. And the other one. Brigitte. Uh, yeah. China. The chick from the Bangles. Yeah. Those were all. That Ron was, Jeremy was on there. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was good right. drama, man. That was really, that was a good show. Now Ron Jeremy's going to die in prison. Yep. Minnie yeah. Me's dead. Yeah. That's right. Flavor Peter Brady. Tammy, Tammy yeah. Faye's dead. Yep. Oh, Peter Brady. Remember his, his wife got mad at us? Yeah. 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 That was before you guys. I would think I was here, actually, for that interview. Because I remember that. Maybe I was after because maybe we did it for Best Up. But I remember because I had just watched that show and I was like, oh, my God, we're going to. You can uh, talk to her. By the way, I have a list. Uh, there's so many that you're like, oh, my God, that's right. They were on there. So with Flavor Flav, Brigitte Nielsen. Uh, Christopher Guest, who or Christopher Knight, who was uh, Peter Brady, MC Hammer, mm-hmm. Vanilla Ice, yep. Corey Feldman, oh. Vern Troyer, Taro, Tammy Faye, cut it out, Dave Coulier, <laughs> Emmanuel Lewis was on there, crazy, oh. crazy, crazy, Janice Dickens, Dickinson, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Knight, Vince Neal, chubby little chipmunk, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy Bingham. Uh, yeah, Eric Estrada, DeBrat was on there. Uh, uh, let's see who else was on there. Rick uh, James. China. Was Rick James on there? I think he was there at one point. No, he wasn't. No, he was in the 70s? Bad. You're <laughs> out of your mind. I am telling you. Um, no, he wasn't. You're telling us wrong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love Tracy Bingham. I never knew who she was until that show, but she was so yeah. hot. Amorosa was on there. Oh, Alexis yeah. Arquette was on there. Yeah. Yep. Florence Henderson, Cece Deville, Tawny Katane, 
Sherman Helmsley. Which breaking news? Rick James was on the Surreal Life. No, no. Rick James on Surreal Life. Yep. No, that's misinformation. Two thousand three. Yep. There you go. Was Glenn Campbell on there? I've been walking these streets so long. <laughs> Uh, I, thought, I thought Rick James was dead way before didn't that. Didn't Sebastian yeah, Bach do it, too? Was he? Or I'm thinking of a different show. I don't remember. Yeah. He was on. No, he those. was on. He was on that super group thing with uh, Ted Nugent. Oh, oh, is that what yeah, it was? Yeah. I remember seeing him on, on one of the CC shows. CeCe DeVille was on. Yeah. Um, so was Steve Harwell from Smash Mouth. Yeah. Maven Huffman. That uh, Bronson Maven? Pinchot. Oh, man. Florence Balky Anderson. was on The yeah. Surreal yeah. Life. Yeah. Florence Henderson was on. Terry um, Hart. Yeah, Jose Canseco. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. This is... Corey Feldman, also a guy that came through Tallahassee one time and tried to have a threesome with the midday girl oh. at the station I worked at. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I'm not mad at him for that. Why not? Mm, wow, that's funny. All right, what else we got? Uh, that is it for news. All right, man. That guy better be very happy. We had an extra long news today. <laughs> extra long news. You know what that means. Extra long commercial, so stand by for that. Uh, before we go to break, I want to tell you about my friends at Shark Coast Tactile. If you haven't been in there, you need to get in Shark Coast Tactile just to find out the new stuff they got and the stuff that uh, my friend Will found when he went out there to the SHOT Show in Las Vegas where they go out and they show you the best stuff. Will kept posting stuff and posting pictures, and we're like, I'm buying these, I'm buying these, I'm buying these. Uh, all the products that they have are all online at sharkcoasttactical.com, and you can go there and check it out for yourself. You can also find out what kind of uh, ammunition they have, what they have in stock. You can place your order there online and just stop by and pick it up. They're on Bee Ridge Road in Sarasota. Uh, and, of course, when you're there on the online, you can join the Shark Club. When you join the Shark Club, you are able to go in there and uh, be a part of a group that is like-minded. Uh, we're all there to talk about guns, and then just by simply signing up and it's free, you get T-shirts and patches and all sorts of stuff. But most of all, you have that uh, group that you're involved in there. Uh, and then I would suggest you get into the store and follow them on social media. They're on Bee Ridge Road in Sarasota. I don't get over there a lot, but whenever I'm headed to Sarasota, I like to just stop in and see what new stuff they have. They also have uh, a guy on site that makes holsters for you. They do laser engraving and laser stippling. You can get all the information at their website, Shark Coast Tactical.